Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
of cash flow That's right. And the chicks don't want you no more
Yes, you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon. Rockin' in your arms 
All right. Hey, everybody. This is Javon, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Therese will be joining us shortly. And um, I've just logged on to Facebook so that those listening to, to the show via Internet, via telephone, cell phone, whatever mobile device, or if you're listening to this show later on, by means of iTunes Radio, I just want to say what's up, give you all a shout out, and let you know what I'm thinking about today. But first, let me um say hello to everybody joining me live on Facebook. And one of these days, we're going to get Therese to join us live on Facebook. I don't know why she's so shy in the morning, but she will be joining us and you will be able to hear her um, speak. In the meanwhile, let me just say hi to Keisha, Lindsay, and Robert. Welcome. How you doing, Joyce? Hope all is well. And Mama Charlene. Hi, darling. Glad to know that you're joining us today. Um, Let your friends know. And also, this thing is um, irritating me, talking about the headphones, for those of you who can't see me. But um, let your friends know about the show. And... um, we're always trying to bring you something positive and um, fun, you know, because it is entertainment. But also, we try to keep it real and speak truth and give honor, you know, to to our ancestors, to people who did what they did so that we can do what we do. Um, we try to just bring, you know, positivity positivity. Um, So my topic for today, and when um, Rez comes on, sometimes we start talking and it turns into something completely different. But what I want to talk about is being who you perceive yourself to be, if that makes sense, right? A lot of people say, I'm honest, I'm honest, and then turn around and and tell a lie. Or, contrary to that, some people see themselves as not being powerful, and they really are powerful. You know, so I was having a discussion, and I was saying how you can be whoever it is that you choose to be. And that choice usually starts with your perception of yourself. So if you're the type of person who really honestly sees yourself as a person that just doesn't want to be bothered, wants to be alone, don't want to talk to people, then that's who you're going to be. You're going to be alone. You're going to not talk to people. But if you see yourself as friendly, outgoing, then you'll make more of an effort to be that, if that makes any sense. And if you know if what I'm saying makes no sense at all, you know, somebody let me know. So I see myself <laughs> in a lot of different ways because we all have different levels, right? We all have multiple levels. Nobody's just one thing. Like I see myself as being groovy. What I mean by that is I'm a person who tries to stay in the groove. I don't like conflict and a whole bunch of drama and all that other stuff. And so I don't engage in that. I also see myself as as someone who's creative. 
who has a great imagination and so forth and so on. And so I do things creatively. And maybe it's vice versa. I see myself as being creative because I'm always creating. I mean, I I, I, I don't know if that, that could be a question of what came first, the chicken or, or the egg. Um, but I, I guess a big part of what I'm trying to say is that we can be whoever, whatever it is that we intend to be. Or we could, at the very least, work towards being that thing or walk in the spirit of the thing that we intend to be. Does that make sense? Um, The number to call in is 347-996-5394. Press 1 so that I know that you have something that you want to share. Or um, actually, since I have you on Facebook Live, you can actually put a comment there, and um, I'll be more than glad to read your comment so that the people listening on the internet, on the radio, the podcast rather, um, so that they can hear what you what you had to say, what you wrote. Um, but I, I welcome... I welcome all opinions on that topic. In the meanwhile, let me um, just welcome some others who have joined us on Facebook Live. Cynthia Etheridge, what's up? Cynthia Parker, what's up? Paul and Angela, hey, what's up, Ange? So those things I, I just wanted to throw out there. And I'm doing something interesting. I don't know whether or not when I flip, if you could still see me on the Facebook live thing because I'm I'm doing like three things at one time but right now I'm going to play something Therese should be joining us in a few minutes and um, I look forward to your comments on the topic you know basically you know I, I don't even think that anybody else could say it as good as well as this you know live your life like it's golden it, feel it Feel it, you know, do that thing that makes you feel like you're living your life as if it's golden. If you're sitting around looking mopey, you're not, you know, <laughs> does that make any sense? If you see yourself as a cheerful person, then damn it, be cheerful. And um, if you see yourself as being blessed, then walk in that blessing. I'm just saying um, there's a lot of angry people talking about they blessed, and and I look at them and I say, "Dang, you know, they 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 standing there screaming about what other people are doing wrong, and they're going out." Well, you're blessed. You're blessed.
back to me. You see what I'm saying? Uh, is that close enough? Okay. All right. I'm being silly. But anyway, I see Therese has joined us. <laughs> What's up, Rez? Therese has joined us on the Facebook Live page. What's up, Rez? And um, hey, Lynn. Lynn says, hi, Javon, can't stay, but I just wanted to say, have a great show today. Well, whatever you're doing today, lumber, <laughs> that's our little joke. Lynn, I hope you have a good time. Enjoy it. Do it well. And um, be true to who you are. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. All right, so back to what I was saying originally, which was, my topic, again, for today is being true to who you are, being true to who you say you are, walk in that greatness, because most of us, I, I think a lot of us, a lot of us don't really perceive ourselves as great as we are, as powerful as we are, but if you think about the things that you do well, and be honest with yourself. You think about the things that you enjoy. You think about, and you put all of that stuff together, the positive things about yourself. You put it all together. And then you think about who you are, who, who those positive things make you. And you walk true to that. You'll see just how great, You'll start to see how great you are. In other words, actually, give yourself credit for the things that you do. You know what I'm saying? And for who for who you are. Oh, and I'm so excited. Greg is calling in at noon. Um, now, Rez, you should call in now. You 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 should call in now. Um, because I'm I'm so happy that you're born. Nah, everybody knows that, you know, Therese, I love the mess out of Therese. That's that's my right there. And um I'm looking forward to her special guest today, you know? Um, the show the show today is all about positivity. And again, oh, to backtrack on last week's show where we were talking about young people who are doing something positive in the community. Um, if you have young people in your life doing positive things in the community, remember today we have millions of young people marching on Washington regarding the guns, right? So if there's a young person in your life that you want to give a shout out for anything, if they're doing something positive in the community, they're just getting good grades, or they're finally cleaning up their room and showing some positivity, you can give them a shout out right here. You can call in. You don't have to speak to me. You don't have to speak to the rest. You can just say, hey. I'm sorry to interrupt y'all. I just wanted to give a shout out to my kid, to my godchild, to my cousin, to whoever. The other thing is if you're an adult and you're doing something positive in the community, you know, holler at us at WJBR info at WJBR internet. And, um, you know, we can, we can talk to you and see if you want to be a guest on the show. Greg, who is calling in at noon, has been doing some very, very positive things and and doing exactly what I'm talking about because I'm trying to I don't think that I'm being really articulate around the, what I'm trying to say, but um, he's being who he says he is. That's 
what I'm talking about. Um, and really, you know, this is a world of a short memory. Um, nobody, nobody remembers what you did, but everybody knows about what you do. And with that, I want to, I want to, don't, don't nobody move because I got, I, I see, I see, uh, Rez is on the line, right? And so what I want to do, see, I'm, I'm, I'm all mixed up here, but I know y'all patient with me. So I want to play, uh, this is, this is some, um, this is a clip of some music that I created that, and I was thinking of Therese when I, when I made this track. Okay. So what I want y'all to do, those of you who are musically inclined, if y'all got lyrics for this, send it to me, but you got to be thinking of Therese when you send the lyrics, because this is her intro music. Do y'all? No, nobody's saying anything. I, you know, maybe I have to go back, go back and try it again. But um, I don't know. Y'all, y'all, let me know. I think that music is hot. I think Therese is cool as all get out. And um, you know what? If y'all got some better intro music for Therese, I want you to send it in to us. You can inbox me with it. You can inbox Therese or whatever. Um, I just feel like Therese deserves her own music. What y'all think? Anyway, introducing Therese. And that makes me bounce. Huh? I said, well, that makes me bounce. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you, Raz. Good morning. I, you know what? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I just might take that music and take some of my favorite clips of things you've said on the show and just superimpose it. Instead of having lyrics, just let you say your own thing. How about that? <laughs> You're so good at that. Yeah. Stuff. I. You know I'm crazy. You know I'm crazy. So what's up? What's good, man? How you doing? I'm doing okay, man. It's a beautiful morning. I'm blessed to be up and moving amongst everybody else. So I'm I'm actually ahead of the game, man. That's what's up. You know, always positive. I, I have never once spoken to you, and you gave me the Debbie Downers. What, what's up? <laughs> how do you how do you do that? How do you, you know? 
well, thank you for that. You know, and that's despite sometimes how things may make you feel. I just always try to keep my perspective in check because I think that's honestly the key to moving through this world is keeping your perspective in check and, you know, just um, watching the things that may challenge you to make you grow, you know. And they were always like that, but, you know, I just I try to make that, you know, make that in the forefront and also stay very, very prayed up. You know, in your daily in your daily movement, you got to stay prayed up. Shout out to Merle Sundan. Uh, I see you watching, babe. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Talented sister, talented sister. I'm watching online what? one, so I can see the other one without having double double in my ear. <laughs> I know. You know what? And I I got I got this um thing going on two different um systems right now because as you know last year last last year. Last week we had a little bit of difficulty, and so there are some things that work better on the um, on the PC, and some things work better on the on the Apple. And so I'm I'm trying to figure out both. I'm doing both, and right now, you know, we're just going to do some Therese pictures. So. Oh. <laughs> Therese is all over the intranet, you know. You can you can just see to Therese. Oh, there she goes. People people may not know this, but that you are a model. This is a straight up model picture right here. Hold up, we gotta pull back a little bit. No, no. Wait a minute. No, no. Don't need to see my stickies. Don't need to see my stickies. Let me ask you something, Therese. Do you? <laughs> you don't die, right? I know, and I'm laughing because. Because I know you are probably one of the most modest and one of the most humble people that I know. See, now, most of these pictures that I, I have up here that they show on the Internet are of you and your wife. And I, I, for whatever reason, I always try to keep her out of the situation because this is really not about her. This is really about you. But there's no way, like, I can't, like, can I just, like, zoom her out? Like, okay, zoom her out. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> she takes much better pictures than I do. The two of and you together, in, you compliment each other, world. man. You compliment each other. I love this picture, though. This is dope. This is kind of cool. And and the modeling, just so you know, was uh, in another another lifetime ago. I am actively not not, not a model anymore. I was another lifetime ago and part of my journey. Well, what the heck? I clicked on a picture of you. Oh, they took, whoa, what is that? Okay, we're going to step back from that. And now we're going to put it back on me because I'm not really sure what that was. But I think that might have been an article about you. And a little influencer res from R&B Divas. You, you, look, man, you all over the place. You just a superstar. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, for those people those people watching and listening, just know I like to rib her a little bit about her celebrity <laughs> only because I know it makes her uncomfortable. She's not one of those <laughs> people that look at me, I'm a star kind of people and and I I I also it's one of the things that I was talking about a little earlier is that sometimes we don't even realize the impact of our lives or the power that we have or the power, not the power that we have, but the powerfulness of walking in our own truth and being who we are. 
Not to say that you don't do that because you absolutely are. I, I believe that you, you know, to some extent, the power that you have and the, you know, the draw, but I don't know that you know the full magnitude of who you are and, and not who you are, but your impact on our society. You feel well, me? You know, I'll say that, thank you, Jay. You know, uh, I'm growing and learning every day, but I will say this though, um, and I'm, I'm blessed to say this, and I have to, in, in light of um, what I've learned this week about, um, and shout out to, before I've been going further, shout out to Dana and Dana's Owens friends and family, um, AKA we all know her as Queen Latifah, I know her as Dana, um, whose mother transitioned um, this week. And, you know, speaking of mothers, you know, there's, there's, there's no hole that can, there's nothing that can fill that hole, you know, and I'm just wrapping, my family's wrapping her and her family in prayers and, you know, of course, Ms. Rita was loved by us all, but I also want to say that, um, you know, my mother was uh, paramount in helping me understand from birth how powerful I was, just the fact that I existed. So, you know, you, you um, and she instilled, she poured in that, you know, um, she always spoke about personal power and making wise choices and things like that. So, and, you know, of course, as you grow and you develop your own skin, you know, you recognize a few things so juxtaposed with society wants to tell you, you know, um, I, I grew up in a lot of different uh, environments. And I also, um, yeah, there they go, uh, uh, just grew up in a lot of different, um, growing up and getting your skin, let's just say, it, it's interesting because, you know, not only am I um, Native American, I am African American, I am female, I am gay, I am so many things that people want to say or that are, you know, just kind of oppressed. And I never felt that way moving through it all. You know, you got to harness your skin and make it, make it your own and walk through rooms like you know you are supposed to be there and that you have something valuable to contribute, you know, um, and understand your contribution as you're growing, you know, because people will tell you or try to make you feel as if you don't, you know. And this is, you know, and I'm in a lot of rooms. I'm in a male-driven industry. So I'm constantly um, being challenged uh, by my very presence before people open my mouth. So you just have to keep pushing and keep and knowing that you're, you're worthy. That's a huge, huge part of you, you know, just existing on this planet today particularly women, because women are incredibly powerful, and we've seen that. But if women decide enough is enough, I do believe that the world will shift on its axis as we know it. So that's just my, you know, my thought on yeah. that, you know. And and I agree with you 100%. I mean, obviously, there's no more um, than 100%, but if, if I could go more on that, I would. Um, especially, And I think what people sleep on is like, I mean, you, okay. So, so let's, let's take an example again. And I keep giving the same example because it's powerful and it's very important today. The power of women and the, the, the vote, right? Alabama, that whole thing is crazy. Oh yeah. Um, how black women 
in particular, changed the color of the state of Alabama. Alabama, big time slave state. You know, I'm sorry, I got to call it as I see it. Big time Republican state, big red, and we changed it from red to blue. The power of the vote. Your vote counts, people. Please, please, please vote. But it also speaks to the power of a united front of women. You want to say, okay, the black women? Fine. So much power. Um, Renee, but for his grace, Lewis, says, good morning, Javon and Therese. I met Therese about a year ago, and her presence was authentic, genuine, and full of kindness. Despite her celebrity status, which is what, in my eyes, makes her a very exceptional and phenomenal woman. Aww. Well, Renee, you couldn't you couldn't be more honest and more true, and and speaking that truth of who Therese is, um, definitely an authentic and genuine person, full of kindness, um, generosity, great sense of humor. Um, and, and then and, you know and, it's just wait, funny I got because one I, more I compliment left. <laughs> I, got, I got one more compliment that's it I'm not going to talk about her eyes because cause I got them too right but she's so freaking smart man God. not that I don't have a brain too I do brain and eyes but Therese is mad smart, and she uses it in her smart, so wisdom in, uh, I don't know, I'm not smart enough to figure that out, but (laughs) very thoughtful, like very intentional, I don't know, what, what, what? I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I'm done. Well, I was going to say in Renee Lewis's case, you know, it is a reflection of how she approached and how I believe her spirit is. You know, we had a fantastic time at the uh, LGBT Arts and Culture Music Festival, um, and she just made it, like, wonderful. Like, uh, she came on, her, she's gregarious in spirit and personality. She's just somebody that I look forward to seeing this year as she challenged, like, she uh, entered the spades contest, and we had a ball, you know, uh, she didn't win. <laughs> I have to say that because, you know, we've been going back and forth with this. This is part of our rusing each other. But but she's coming back this year with her with her wife and going to try it again. You know, I'm looking forward to giving up the crown if that's what I got to do. But she's going to fight to get it. You know, she's going to fight me and my partner, Kat, to get it. But uh, I, I do love her spirit, you know. And it's, it's amazing that, you know, people from all walks um, are attending this festival and, having a great time and it's it's so wonderful just being able to like sit it down for a second and do some networking and some you know do some fun stuff and just uh and and grow and learn and stretch you know what i mean and just uh it it's wonderful at uh, at noon uh Greg Douglas Gregory Douglas is going to join us um to talk about the festival he's the founder of the festival and um an amazing and amazing spirit and um opportunity to come on and chat it up with us about it and you know it's his, it's his brainchild, his love of labor. So, and he's doing an amazing job. And you know, I'm glad he's able to join us later. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to to speaking to him. Anybody doing anything that wonderful and powerful in the world, you know what I'm saying? Opportunities to network, to have fun, to learn, stretch and grow. Like you said, you know, um, that's a that's a very very big and important thing. It's a it's a wonderful thing, and um, you know, it's it's an opportunity to have some fun and and to grow at the same time. Was this well? I'll I'll save my questions for him when he he comes on, um, because I obviously have a lot of questions, always have a lot of questions, which is, I guess, a good thing. But let's let's get back to you. I noticed how you diverted the whole thing, Therese. You kind of moved that away from yourself and and walking in your. I don't know. Okay, so like, let me let me just put it this way. Um, Renee said, despite your celebrity status, you're this and you're that, right? All good things. Um, it it almost feels like the the expectation is that people are not genuine and and kind when they are celebrities. Now, being a celebrity, that means it puts you around a lot of celebrities. So do you find that that assessment is true, or do you find that people are just people? Celebrity or not? Uh, uh, I think it has, well, you know, like anything else, um, attention or, or the more that a human life is magnified, all of the, you know, we are, we are wonderfully flawed, all of us, and um, I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with the celebrity as much as it does unfortunately has to do with the core of the human being so if you have that in you um, being in what we perceive to be celebrity status will only amplify that more so if you're for lack of a better word if you're a if you're a a (laughs) a-hole you know you're going to be a bigger a-hole you know and hopefully you have publicists that can keep that part of your spirit out of public eye but you know um but if you're genuinely, authentically wonderful human being walking in your, your, your truth, and, and everybody's not going to have great days. Just let's say, like, sometimes, you know, like, because of our humanness, you know, you can have a bad day, and then, unfortunately, you run into somebody who, you know, experiences that peace, you know. Um, folks got to remember that everybody's human in this game and approach people how you want to be approached, you know, and, and also give people the grace you want to be, that you want to be given to you. And it will be cool. You know, sometimes, you know, um, sometimes there's a lot put on it, you know, and there are quite a few people, you know, you can't separate who they are from what they do. Um, and that's a, that's a lifetime journey. You know, that's a, humility is a lifetime journey. And sometimes you get put in situations that test that, you know, and you just have to be aware. I think just everybody has to be aware, like um, moving. Yeah, and if you if you're not humble and if if you're not genuine, more <laughs> being a celebrity, it will magnif- magnify that. More people want your attention, and if you you know, I, I get that. I, I get that. Um, everything that you do is magnified. I remember one time being at an event, and you and um, your wife was present. 
and a song came on. I believe it was called Beans um, Born This Way. And y'all got on the floor because you wanted to dance. Everybody wanted to dance with on, to that song. But then people started coming up to y'all, and y'all had to stop dancing. Y'all didn't have an opportunity to really get into the dance because people wanted your attention, pictures, autographs maybe, or whatever. And I was busy dancing with Cheryl, you know, we was doing our thing, but um, I kind of felt some kind of way for y'all. You understand what I'm saying? Like, dang, they can't even enjoy themselves. Do, do Is that your experience, or was I just being overprotective or being in my head about what I was witnessing? <laughs> um, same question. I, I can say this. I don't have an issue with that kind of stuff. You know, I can say that it can get challenging for me and maybe, you know, maybe Mo will say something different, but it can get challenging for me when we are like, let's say having dinner, you know, that sort of thing. And it depends again, like for me, a big thing is it depends on your approach. If you are, you know, a bull in a china shop, then you probably will will get my excuse me, you know, you know I, I have to I have to come higher because I know that that probably disturbs more than anything else. So I call myself to be a little higher in my response. So I probably will, you know, respectfully decline if I'm like got a fork in my mouth, you know. Um, so some people, for some reason, I I can't figure this out. For some reason, people want pictures while you have like food stuck in your mouth. I don't understand, you know. Um, and I, and I I will say I will say no to that, you know. But um, being on the dance floor, you know, I probably will grab your hand and dance with you. You know what I mean? And just kind of make it a fun thing for everybody, you know. Um, but you know, like I just I'm cognizant because I'm I'm a I'm a I think that I'm a large woman in stature, like I'm six foot, so I can't just be blocking up the dance floor with folks taking pictures, I'm, I'm kind of respectful to the other dancers, knowing that, you know, if you're out there dancing, that could be a little annoying, you know. So I'll probably grab the person and dance up and, and, you know, say I'll take a picture a little later maybe, you know, just look like enjoy the moment, you know. Um, so that's that's it for me. Like, I'm just aware of our um, our personal spaces that happen to be in public, like if we're eating or something and somebody comes over. There was this one time, I have to say, I'll share this. There was this one time. Shout out to this brother because he got a bad way that day. And I'm not sure he was thinking. And, you know, I'll say that again, but that the worst experience for me um, has been this gentleman and the way the seats were set up, it was kind of, uh, and I'm not even sure to this day how, how he was able to maneuver his entire body to do this. But that could have been a real dangerous situation because um, neither me or my wife are punks. <laughs> Let me just say that. And he, we were out with people who also were very protective. And this gentleman saw Mo and completely fanned out, okay? And unfortunately, you know, he – stepped over a person, physically stepped over a person to jump in the space where we were. So naturally that didn't fly. So uh, what, hey, I love that picture. What um, ended up happening was, you know, and it was in a restaurant, and unfortunately he was working in the restaurant. 
you know, he was a waiter, and he came off his station, ran over to the table, and jumped in between and bet for anybody involved. In fact, it was very intrusive, and his manager had to come over, and it was like maybe eight of us. I think we all got comped or close to comp for that or something happened, but it was just – it was very, very weird. So, you know, I just – again, I just say people – just have to be aware that you know you're humans and like depending on the mood you could have you could have been beat up for that you know what i mean that that was yeah a weird yeah situation. yeah that's crazy yeah that, that was a weird situation and i've never had yeah, anything close to that occur again you know oh my god well but but my question is okay not that i haven't really done something like that to shaka khan but <laughs> what but i was 15 man i was i was a kid I wasn't grown. Different story, different time. Jesus. Oh my God, I can't but even still, imagine. Not a, I can't right. imagine what Shaka did. Like knowing Shaka, I can't even imagine was she gracious. Okay. So, all right. So let me let me let me tell you this quick quick little story. But uh, all right, all right. So let me tell you this quick little story. So everybody knows I'm a Shakaholic. Been addicted to Shaka Khan and love with Shaka Khan since I was 11 years old, writing poems to her and all this kind of stuff. Every album, every picture, blah, 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 back then. Complete fan. Remember, we didn't have internet. We didn't have all, you know, the techniques to see them every time, whatever. I grew up in the Bronx, not in a great neighborhood, in, a, in you know, the ghetto. You know, excuse me for those of us who grew up together, but yes, we lived in this goddamn ghetto. Get over it, right? We, we thought we were fancy, but we were not, right? So anyway, um, Chaka Khan was doing uh, an album signing in our neighborhood um, record store, little mom and pop record store. So nice. I got up early, went to the record store, helped them clean up, helped them get ready. You know, I was all in. Then, you know, when Shaka arrived, they made me stand outside, come back in. And so I was very calm and... I told her, you know, I'm a big fan, and, you know, she pulled out some Salem's or Virginia Slims or something and started smoking a cigarette, and I was like, oh, you smoke whatever brand that is? So do I. I pulled out Newports, which was completely different than whatever she was smoking. Um, I had something, had her sign it. Cool, right? Then I went home. I was floating on air, and I told my brother, oh, my God, I got to meet Shaka Khan, blah, blah, blah. And my brother said, did you give her your poems that you just wrote her? I was like, no. He said, well, stupid, go back, put your name and address on the poem, and and give it to her. Go back. So as I was going back, a friend of mine, Lori, who's also very tall in stature, I tend to have tall friends with my little self, right, whatever. So we go back to the, to the record store. We stand all the way at the end of the line, come back. And Lori says to Shaka Khan, long story short, um, I really, I really, really admire you. Can I give you a kiss? And Shaka said, sure. Now, Shaka's standing behind a counter. And if you know her personally, um, Therese, you know how short she is, right? The counter came up to about her chest area. The glass counter. Lori was tall enough to lean over the counter and give Shaka a kiss on the cheek. Now, I had already gave, given her the poem and everything, but when I saw Lori give her a kiss, the potential of the whole situation got crazy to me. I said, can I give you a kiss? And she said, of course. 
15-year-old Javon, a.k.a. Jay, a.k.a. Shorty Rock, a.k.a. whatever else they were calling me back then, knew that I could not reach her over that counter because both me and Shaka had this thing between us. But let nothing come between you and Shaka Khan, my brain told myself. So I backed up, ran, left over the counter, grabbed her, and firmly <laughs> planted my lips on Shaka Khan and held that woman for dear life. Little legs <laughs> flailing over the counter, if you can imagine that. <laughs> And had to be physically removed. Okay, I'm just saying. That was then. That was look, I Therese, I could tell you a million stories about me and Chaka. And you know what's so funny though? You know what's so funny? You know me and you know I'm cool. It doesn't matter who you are. And I've gotten better over the years when I've encountered her, when I've seen her. I've done some. However, I'm going to tell you, Shaka didn't take it. Shaka was, <laughs> she was very, I don't remember actually how she took it in that moment. Because I kind of <laughs> blacked out afterwards. Like, oh, as they were cl- carrying me out and tossed me out the damn record shop. I, but I did manage to escape with, ah, I'll show you, I'll show you one day, but I still have the autographed album cover, and she took her she took the poem and she put it in her pocketbook, and then I received a Shaka Khan fan club card, an official fan club card, which it kills me that I lost it because my um I used to keep it in my my wallet, and someone stole my wallet, but she also sent me this autographed picture. And it was in 1981. So I don't think she was mad. You know what I'm saying? I was just saying. <laughs> but I was 15. That that sounded like that was a grown-ass man you talking about. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do wow. that now. That's a good story. I wouldn't do that now. I couldn't do that now. <laughs> Woo, baby. Hilarious. Yep. So I have not always been who you see before you. I, <laughs> but, but you know, it was Shaka Khan. Y'all got to understand. All right. And there's no current orders of protection, I just want you to know. And also, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, I do not stalk her in any kind of way. Um, and And... Also, I know that there was recently some concerns about her. Let me let you know that Shaka Khan is doing fine. I do stalk child um, Malini Endeavor. And um, I said, you know, let me let me just look to see how what she has to say about how her mother is doing. And according to Malini, Shaka Khan had the flu. And I have seen her personally. Um, when she's ill, she will still perform because she wants to give her her audience, her fans, a show regardless. And she makes sure that those background singers sing when her voice is not in full throat and she's not feeling well, she will still appear, you know, and, and I love her. I love her for that. 
And, you know, don't freaking call me about stuff you don't know what you're talking about. You know, she had the flu. That's it. Don't piss me off. Now, now, see, now I'm in my feelings. I will hey, say check this. To, check to see if Greg's on that line. Greg is on the line. And, and Excellent. I, I'm just getting ready to go there because now I got into my Shaka Khan feelings. And <laughs> I um, want to come back to that. Oh, Jesus. I, uh, see, that's what I get for teasing you all the time. Now you got one on me, right? So as um, Therese was talking, speaking about earlier, this gentleman is doing amazing things in the community, for the community, and I'd like to welcome him on to the show to discuss all of the wonderful things that he's doing, and his name is Greg. Welcome, Greg. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? What's good, man? Excellent. Nothing much. Happy Chili Sunday to you. Thank I should you. Say, oh Thank my God, I'm pushing it back. Happy Chili Saturday. I should I should say I'm pushing the weekend ahead already. My bad. My bad. That's okay. He's always you know, ahead of himself. He's always ahead of himself. Hey, Greg. Therese, how are you, my love? I'm great. I'm fantastic. So as I was saying, Greg is. Greg Douglas, let me just say his full name just so everybody out there knows. Greg Douglas is the founder. This is his brainchild, his love of labor, his his uh his everything, um, the LGBT arts and culture music festival. And before I turn it over to Greg, I just want to say something about his personality, you know, in edifying and, and supporting our own people. Um, Greg is probably one of the most amazing spirits that I've met in a long time. Okay. He is um in light of his many, many hats and tasks that he does, he does them all with such grace. And I think that's probably the first thing that I admired about Greg, because in taking on such a huge undertaking for the community, he does so with such grace, you know, um, and watching that just really, really brings me joy um, physically and just knowing that about his spirit. But I'm not going to go on. I'm going to let Greg take the floor and, and share, because I've been kind of, uh, talking about it since last week, Greg, you know, um, what's coming up. And we are super excited to have him. So, Greg, please take it away. Thank you so much. First of all, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. And um, once again, look forward to having um, you back, Therese, as one of our um, celebrity ambassadors and also your beautiful wife, Monifa. This will be year number three uh, for the both of you. So welcome back and so happy to have you guys on board. Thank you. And no problem, no problem. Well, just to give your audience a little bit of some information about the LGBT arts, and, and basically we are a um, an amazing destination music festival created for the professional LGBT community. Um, and these are your, your true professionals who typically may not, you know, they don't do the gay pride events anymore because, you know, it might not have been what they it may, the, the whole gay pride experience has changed for them as they have gotten older. And most of our LGBTQ professionals don't do the typical weekly club environments anymore. And what I've found from traveling with my friends also is that, you know, during major holiday weekends, we love destination travel. And um, having worked in the entertainment industry for several years, I said to myself, you know, I wanted to create an environment or an experience, something very unique for our community. Um, 
I've been to Essence, Essence Music Festival several times over the last five, six years, and as I was there, I would always see our community there, you know, where behind the scenes working with artists are where just basically general spectators enjoying the various concerts and events taking place at Essence. And for me, the light bells, you know, light bulbs went off, and I said to myself, well, you know, this is different. I said, why can't I create an intimate LGBTQ version of the Essence Music Festival for us, by us, and about us. But, you know, it's um, done in a on a destination location in a tropical environment during a major holiday weekend. And, you know, we welcome great professionals from around the country. It's also for allies and supporters of the community. And so in, in doing this, it was a passion and a dream that I had where I just truly felt that there was an audience of, you know, professionals out there within that 35 to 65 plus demographic, you know, whether you are with a partner or you are just a single professional yearning for something more and you wanted to, you know, be able to travel but meet other great individuals from around the country and network and socialize and have a great time. And so I stepped out in faith in 2016 and um, I launched the festival in Puerto Rico. And um, of course, most people were like, well, okay, this is a big endeavor that you're trying to take on. And um, we don't know if you're going to be able to attract you know, true mature professionals who want to come out and do this. And I said, well, no, I said, there is an audience out there because we don't go to gay pride. All of us don't go to gay pride events. All of us don't go to club events. You know, all of us don't go to circuit party events. And I truly felt that there was an audience for us, true LGBTQ professionals who wanted something different. And so I stepped out in faith and um, launched it in Puerto Rico um, in partnership with the Puerto Rico Department of Tourism, and they were phenomenal in welcoming us to the island. And um, we had an amazing sold-out experience our first year with the cast of Noah's Ark. And um, that particular weekend was promoted as the um, the reunion, um, the 10, 15-year anniversary reunion with the cast of Noah's Ark. So, you know, fans of the show were able to actually come down to Puerto Rico and meet their favorite um, characters from the show. And, of course, that year we had Raven Simone, who came with us, Asnery Livingston from Empire, came and supported us as well, Cynthia Bailey from The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Frenchie Davis, Big Frida. So all of these folks were literally down there. And, of course, our audience of professionals who came on vacation were truly in shock that, you know, they were in this environment where they were able to meet their favorite celebrities. And, you know, it's just not a weekend where you're there to just have party and have a good time and meet your favorite celebrities. But we do about 20 different events throughout the entire music festival experience. We do three nights of live concerts beachside. We do the praise and worship gospel brunch. We do the health and wellness workshop, fitness and boot camp, spades, um, the spades tournament, which is hosted by you, Therese, and Monifa. We do celebrity karaoke. We do the empowerment, empowerment workshop and excursions around the island of Puerto Rico. So, you know, we, we keep you busy. We keep you engaged. You know, it's a great weekend to truly come and just let your hair down and meet great folks. And so 2016 was sold out for us. 2017, we returned to Puerto Rico. And that was another sold out year for us. So 
2018, we are now heading over to the island of Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, and we made the transition, as most of your um, listeners know, with the devastation which occurred in, in Puerto Rico. We were promoting 2018 all the way back in July of 2017, and of course, when the hurricane hit in September of 2017, we literally had to restructure our whole marketing campaign find a new island, a new property resort, and kind of shift our guests from moving from their love for Puerto Rico um, just for safety concerns and shifting over to Punta Cana. So we are in Punta Cana at the Grand Malia, um, I should say the Malia Caribe Tropical, which is the sister property of the Grand Malia in Puerto Rico. And we will be there for four nights, five days, and we just have an amazing, amazing lineup scheduled for the entire weekend. So we're so excited to let your listeners know that we want to have everyone come on down and celebrate with us for 2018. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. And Grace, wow. please share some of our uh, invited guests this year that are going to come celebrate with us. Absolutely. We have just... Uh, uh, I'm just so proud of this this lineup we have this year. It's just a, a powerhouse of just LGBTQ celebrities and allies and supporters of the community. Um, we have the amazing Cheryl Lee Ralph. Of course, we all know Cheryl from being one of the original dream girls. And Cheryl has also been an advocate of the community as well. So Cheryl is going to be honored um, at the Vanguard Awards All-White Gala in Punta Cana with the Humanitarian Award. Um, and if anyone is familiar with Cheryl, they know that she has been producing Divas Simply Singing in California for the last 27 years as an activist and raising funds and awareness around HIV-AIDS community. So Cheryl is going to be there. We have the amazing um, R&B diva, superstar, reality TV personality, Tamar Braxton is also going to be there um, at the award scale as well, and she's going to be coming down for the weekend. We have the international fitness celebrity, Sean T. And, you know, with Sean, anyone who has who has – who has an exercise DVD in their home, more than likely you have a Sean T exercise DVD in your home and you've, you've used it over the years. So Sean is actually going to be coming as well. He's going to be one of our honorees at the Vanguard Awards Gala. We have the amazing James Wright Chanel, and you may not be familiar with the name, but you know him as the Patty Pie guy. And this was a young man who became an overnight um, social media superstar um, when he tested um, – um, the Patty LaBelle sweet potato pie. So James is going to be coming down for the weekend. We have um, the Southern Hummingbird Tweet will be joining us this year. Of course, Manifa will be returning. And, of course, we will be bringing down the cast of Mighty Real, a fabulous Sylvester musical which is produced by Kendra Bowman and Anthony Wayne. And the list just goes on and on. Patrick Riley will also be returning again and hosting various events for us throughout the entire weekend. So we have a star-studded lineup, and we are actually going to be adding a few more celebrities that we have not officially announced as of yet. 
Um, anyone that's interested in attending, we invite you to come. Once again, we sell out every year, usually right around the end of April, we are sold out. So for any of your listeners who have heard about us, seen our ads on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just word of mouth because that's been the best marketing campaign for us. Um, if you are considering coming or you are planning on attending, please don't wait until the last minute and call us in May because we will be sold out. So we have about um, 50 more um, festival packages available within um, our inventory, and then we are officially sold out. Um, if you are interested in joining us, we have an amazing website set up. It is LGBT Music Fest, F-E-S-T, lgbtmusicfest.com, or you can call our office at 404-756-8433 to register and book your um, destination package with us. And um, that's about it, basically. So we definitely want to in, 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 um, have people come on down, celebrate with us. The price is very affordable. Um, everything, 1349 is single occupancy. That includes everything. You will have four nights, five days in a beautiful superior room, um, which is literally about 2,000 feet from the, um, from the ocean, from the beach area. Um, all of your meals are include, included unlimited alcohol. All of your meals are included. You will have access to 13 restaurants, 12 bars on the resort. We cover your airport transfers. We do all of your ground transportation to all of the events off property. Um, the events that we do off property will have open bar. You, this will also give you access to 20 of the different festival events that we produce over the entire weekend. And this year, we have added our private island excursion and boat cruise. So for a lot of our old school house heads, a lot of us said to us over the last two years, hey, you got to do something for those who love house music. So we have rented a private island, which is about 45 minutes right off the coast of Punta Cana. So we will do a an amazing 12-hour excursion where it's going to be open bar on the island, full Caribbean buffet, and it's going to be house music, old school house music all night long. So for those of you who love classic old school house music, I invite you to come this year. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So 1349 single occupancy is what you get for all of that. If you're going to be traveling with your partner or your bestie, or you know you just want to come and have a roommate, it's 985 per person based on double occupancy. And so the prices are great. They're affordable. You know, we love to be able to give a quality event, produce a quality experience at an amazing price point. So we look forward to having everyone come and celebrate and have an amazing experience Memorial Day weekend, May 25th through the 29th in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Yay. Excellent job, Greg. Excellent job. Sounds like any questions for Greg? Because he covered oh absolutely everything. So do you do and this like Greg, well done. Well done. Um and, and thank you so again, much. just to thank reiterate. You so much. Do you have Extremely any questions for Greg? Well I do have I see your live you as he's talking, you're you got your live going and you have the flyers and everything up. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You know, I'm I I I I'm all in 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 terms of supporting. I I just you know I just think that this is an amazing an amazing um, trip. It, it sounds like an amazing experience for anybody who's able to go. 
whether they're participating in in any of the different events. They have the LGBT Film Fest, a live live concert performances, um, the All White Vanguard Awards Gala, Meet the Authors, Empowerment and Networking, Social Celebrity Karaoke. Um, gospel brunch, um, rip the catwalk fashion show, and nobody can rip the catwalk like LGBT people. It's just, just, it thank you, thank you very much. Exactly right. We have just, we just have that fierce attitude built in us. <laughs> oh, you know that, you know that. Business. I mean, business was created at the ball, so you know that's just what it is. <laughs> on, Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you mentioned the catwalk, too, because we have two amazing LGBTQ designers, I have to mention. And this is our first year doing the catwalk, and they are coming to slay. We have an amazing young man out of um, the New York area. His name is Mikey Freeman, and his um, design company is called Mikey Boom. And he designs these amazing custom kilts which um, are unisex for men and women. And so he's going to come and do an amazing um, Rip the Runway fashion show with his signature custom kilt line. They're absolutely um, gorgeous. And um, we have Stevie Boy out of the Baltimore, Maryland area. And Stevie started off as an eyewear designer. And most of us may know Stevie's work. Um, He just does these sickening, you know, eyewear designs, and you may have seen his work. Um, actually, his eyewear has been actually worn by Rihanna, Kesha, Kiki Wyatt, Lady Gaga, the list goes on. So he's actually now moving from eyewear, which he's still doing, but he's also um, launching his new signature pink collection. And so he's going to launch that in Punta Cana as well, exclusively for our festival guests. The um, LGBT Film Fest this year, we're going to do it beachside, right by the beach, you know, and just get you some popcorn, a glass of wine, and just, you know, have your blankets right there and, you know, have some great LGBTQ films we're going to screen and and premiere that night as well. So it's so much to do. Um, Everything you will get a chance to experience as a guest because we put it on the schedule over the four days and we, we time everything out so perfectly that you don't have to feel rushed to say, okay, oh my gosh, you know, the film fest and the fashion show are taking place at the same time. Where do I go? You know, which one do I choose? No, we actually have it scheduled out so perfect where you can go to every single event and literally our guests are like, okay, we knew we were going to get an experience when we came here, but we didn't realize how much of an experience that you were going to give us and, like, how are you guys able to produce all of these events? And most importantly, you know, we're not on CPT. Everything starts on time. So if we say 11 o'clock, by 11 o'clock, latest by 11.02, we're closing the doors and the events have started. <laughs> 
So, you know, that's one thing we're very proud of because, you know, we, we stick to a schedule. We have an amazing professional team and staff that are there to, you know, serve our guests and make sure everything goes smoothly. But most importantly that, you know, we value your time. And, you know, if we say 11 o'clock an event is going to start, it's not starting at 1130. So um, definitely no CPT. And that's how we're able to have everything flow smoothly because we definitely stick to what's on the schedule. People literally leave on Monday, well, this year, Tuesday, but people will leave literally exhausted. And they're like, oh, my God, it was great. But now we need a vacation from the vacation because we were not expecting all of this. So for us this year, we are now like in complete overload, and we're just like, hey, we're giving them great celebrities. We're taking the programming content to another level. And, you know, we just want to make sure when you walk away that, hey, you're going to, of course, tell your friends, hey, next year you missed it, come on back. And that's what we found is guests who've come over the last two years have said to their friends, listen, you missed it two years in a row, don't miss it this year. So we get a lot of referrals from guests who actually come and they actually come back again as, you know, individuals who say, this has been so amazing. This is my branded weekend, Memorial Day weekend. I am going to be wherever the festival goes. And we also plan on rotating the festival as well to different islands in the Caribbean just to keep it fresh, new, and just expose folk to different islands that they may have never been to before. So we're going to see how Punta Cana goes this year for us. And if it goes well, we may just stay there. And um, if our guests say, hey, let's look at another island location, that's what my team and I do. We go out there and we look at the, we try to find the best island that's a, a perfect fit for us. And, you know, we definitely choose islands that are LGBT welcoming, the same with um, the resorts that we go to, and we select that, you know, we make sure that these resorts are LGBT certified, their staff members are trained, that when we go there, we spend so much money in the economy. When we go to an island, we stimulate the economy so we know our value, we know what our dollars can do, we know our worth, and, you know, we make sure that our guests are treated with dignity and respect. If you're there um, as an individual, if you're there with your partner, you're free and comfortable to walk, hold hands you know, show affection, and you don't feel uncomfortable being there. So that's one thing that's very important to us, whether it's the island we go to or the resort partner that we choose, that they understand that we're there to spend. But most importantly, we are there to be respected, and we're going to be comfortable because this is where we've chosen to come to spend our money. Excellent, excellent point. Excellent point. That's just just wonderful. You know, I'm going to have to have another discussion with Cheryl. <laughs> we just gonna have to discuss this again, figure out how we can make this happen because <laughs> you know, this is this is just um something that anyone in the LGBT community, anybody who's an ally or anyone who just wants to have a damn good time. Even you know what? Everybody has to admit that when you hang out with LGBT people, LGBT community, you have a damn good time because absolutely, people are just doing their thing and nobody gives a damn about what you're doing. So 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And step out of your comfort zone. Do something different, something new Memorial Day weekend. You know, it's like with some folks who do the typical, you know, event schedule during Memorial Day weekend in other cities, no problem. If that's your your thing, go for it. But, you know, oftentimes, you know, I find my friends who may go to, you know, a a pride event or what have you to come back, it was the same thing, nothing new, crowded lines and, you know, overpacked nightclubs, and we were just so upset with the experience that we, we went back to the hotel. So I'm like, okay, well, you've been doing this for the last four or five years. Don't you think it's time to do something different and new? Right. Um, so that's been the premise of saying with where with our guests, we said, listen, do something new, do something different Memorial Day weekend, and, you know, hang out, give us a shot, you know, and meet some great people, make some great friendships, some great contacts, network your butt off. We have folks from the entertainment world in um, television, radio, film, music that are there, celebrities that are there. You know, we have folks who are multimillionaires that are there. You know, if you are an entrepreneur and you are trying to take your business to the next level, you have folks within the financial world that are there that can, you know, that you're having a cocktail with at the bar, having dinner with and saying, hey, how did you do this? You know, I need your help. You know, what do I need to do to get my business to the next level? You know, to all of my entrepreneurs that are going to be there, to all of my folks in the fitness world, you have the amazing Sean T, an international brand known around the world. This man has sold over a billion dollars in exercise DVDs, excuse me, a billion dollars, not a million, but a billion dollars in exercise DVDs around the world, and he is coming to our festival to be honored, but also he's going to be um, one of our uh, marquee authors during the Meet the Authors promoting his new book, Tears for Transformation. So if you are in the exercise world or if you are an entrepreneur, you know, you're right there with Sean and you're able to say to this man, hey, how do you do it? What words of advice can you give to me? I'm trying to build my brand, you know, as a, as a, as a fitness entrepreneur, just as a business entrepreneur, small business entrepreneur, can you give me some words of inspiration or how can I connect with you? to see how you did it. So that's the power that we have in the room. You know, we're so blessed to have major um, corporate brands that have seen what we're doing. They see the audience that we're targeting, which are who are brand loyal, and they have discretionary money to spend, and they support those who support them. So we've been able to have, you know, the CDC come on board as a sponsor, Gilead Sciences as a sponsor, Smena, Vodka, Diageo, AIDS Healthcare Foundation. We were very blessed to have Revolt TV owned by Sean Combs to be our presenting sponsor for the Vanguard Awards Gala in Puerto Rico. And so these are brands that see us, they recognize us, they value us, and they're like, listen, this is an audience we want to tap into. And this is the place to do it. Tastemakers, social influencers are here, the folks that can move and make things and make changes within the LGBT community for people of color. So I say to folks, 
you know, do something different. Don't be complacent for a change. You know, when we create things that are going to be unique for our community, you know, oftentimes there's a little bit of pushback um, because folks kind of want to see, okay, let's see how it goes. Um, and so far for us in year three, it has been a resounding success, and we're growing very, very um, slowly, but we're growing so at that rate at an intentional rate, you know, where we don't want to be able to just, you know, grow so quickly that we're not able to execute properly, which we have been doing or do logistics in the correct manner. So for us, you know, once we get to a certain number at the festival, we say, hey, we're, we're sold out, we're done, and that's it. So with the last 50 rooms or so that we have remaining, once those rooms are gone, we're done. So, you know, we said to folks, unfortunately, See you next year, 2019. Registration will be up. Put your name in the database. As soon as we start promoting for 2019, be one of the first individuals to to register. So, um, so we're excited. So it's going to be a great year. And you know, I just want to thank you know Therese and Monifa for just being amazing ambassadors. And when I first reached out to them, and we honored Mo the first year in Puerto Rico, and you know they saw the vision, and you know they just embraced me and the concept of what I was trying to do, and said, "Hey, we have you, and whatever you need us to do to support you, and you know help this vision to grow, um, we're there." And you know they have actually kept that promise and kept their word and saying, hey, do you need us? We're here. Call us. So I just want to say to you, Therese, and to Mo, if she's listening, you know, thank you so much. I love you guys. And, you know, I feel keeping me uplifted on days when I'm just like, okay, you know, this is a little bit too much or I'm totally stressed out. But you see the vision, you know, and you help me to keep the lights on you know, until we get to the end of the tunnel, which is Memorial Day weekend. And then once again, it's another successful event. So thank you so much to you guys. Oh, I love you, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, and, and again, my that, pleasure. Speaks to, my pleasure. that speaks to 100% of who I've experienced Monifa and Therese to be. So, yes. you know, yes. 100, 100. We have a call on the line, 4426. What's your name and where you calling from? Good afternoon. This is um, Elise. I'm one of the co-founders of the Black Lesbian. Tremendous fan of Javon and Therese. I'm just, I usually am here listening, but thank you, Javon, for letting me speak. This is a wonderful, wonderful project. Congratulations to every single one of you who are involved in this. We need it. It's wonderful to have something that's not that um, addresses those of us who want something different to do at that time of the year. Yes, we want to be around fam, be treated respectfully. We want to be in a different location and have exciting things going on. It's just amazing. So kudos. Thank you to all of you. Thank you. It's a community service. Let me just tell you, it really (laughs) is. I will not be able to go because I have a work commitment for that time. I wish I could go, but I am down to promote the event. Uh, Javon, you know how to find me. Hit me up on Facebook. I'll be sure and put it on our Black Lesbian Conference Facebook page, promote it to all the sisters so that they know about it. That's that's a given. This is well, we hope to thank see you, you next so year, much. Elisa. Thank you. And thank you. I'm sorry. We hope to see you next year then, and thank you. 
we gonna try. We're gonna try, you know. Um I think it's awesome. I love to travel. I've been to the Caribbean. I know the value of being on that beach and the water and my yacht, all of that. But to have fam with you is just phenomenal. So congratulations. Yes, and Thank just you so, so that much. Um, Thank you. you know Greg and Therese, um, Elise is very, very um active in the LGBT community. Um, talk about some of the things that, that you've done, Elise, because I, if I try, I'm going to screw it up. So, <laughs> yeah, I might. And I'm just being honest. You know me, so oh, gosh. Well, what have I done? Like I said, I'm my most current project now is the Black Lesbian Conference, which we had the first one in March of 2016, which is absolutely phenomenal. We sold out in just weeks. Sisters came to Barnard to build, to network, connect, but also to experience space that was safe for us, authentic and respectful, non-exploitive for us. Phenomenal. So our next one is going to be in this year, July 27-29 at Barnard College. Anybody wants more information, they can hit us up at the website, beyondboldandbrave.org. Before that, I've done work with NYC Black Pride, with wonderful Lee Soldier um, on my watch there. I launched the um, activities for seniors that no other Black Pride in the country that we knew of was doing wonderful things for seniors, and we actually got a wonderful accommodation from that from the city council I'm also involved with a, or um, sorry, an event called Circle of Life Pride Memorial. This is our fifth year where we are providing again that safe and welcoming space for folk to come and reflect and remember and celebrate the lives of those who were close to us who have moved on into ancestor uh, space and those particularly who felt they weren't allowed to grieve in a space that respected them because many of those family members and such, they may have died from HIV or other uh, concerns in an environment that wasn't as supportive. You know, folk may have been turned out, family shunned them, or they weren't able to get the services that they needed for the best health. So this is something that we've been doing for five years. This is going to this is going to be June. 19th. It's a free event. Um, we're finalizing the venue now. So I'm doing that. Um, I try to go as many prides as possible just to support, support sisters, our folk who identify, queer women, black, African descended, trans women, lesbian women, all of us. Just try to do things that support that as much as possible. And I'll be honest, I can't remember <laughs> anything. Those are the three the big ones at this point, um, but it's it's all love. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love. Yeah. Well, I it's my humble work, and I actually met Therese. I don't know if you remember, but Marsha Bonner had a party, uh, a pride party, a couple of years ago, and I met you there, and we took a picture, and it was really really nice of you. Uh, you're so kind and so so sweet and giving. I it was very 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 nice to meet you. But that's what I do. Oh, and I also am an advisor for, see, here we go, I'm remembering stuff. I'm also an advisor for African Ancestral Lesbians United for Societal Change. This organization, I believe 35, 40 years old, there's actually, if you want to call a resurrection of it, 
Um, it went on hiatus for a few years, and now we have some sisters coming in, new uh, leaders working with the sisters who were a part of the beginning of Alush when it was South to Soul Sisters. They have been working very, very hard for the last year and a half, having these wonderful discussions and events and supporting other clear organizations here in the city. They are about to get their 501c3 uh, re-established, uh, and they're doing fundraising now. So I'm working with them as well. So I'm doing a few things. Amen. And learning how to, Amen. you know. And thank you That's for wonderful. sharing. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing. Well, thank I just you for to, listening. Elise, I want to yeah, let you know, um, I know you've heard me talk about um, – videotape being um, Candace mm-hmm. prior to her, her dying. Candace Boyce, by the way, for those of you who may not know, was one of the founding men- members of the African Ancestral Lesbian um, Jesus. United for Societal Change. United for okay. Societal Change. Actually, I used to be on the <laughs> yeah. board of that organization and for me not to remember the entire um, title, that's shameful. Shame on me. Okay, no, it's not. And I'll do okay. it. I'll spank myself even harder later when nobody can see me. They're kind of like that. But <laughs> um, I, I did actually find the the tape. So okay. what? Yeah. So what I intend to do is look at it, transfer it onto something so that I can edit it and make it into mm-hmm. a nice viewable experience. And mm-hmm. I will share it first with Linda. That's um, Candace's widow. Yes, I, I know Linda. Yes. yes. No, I know you know, but for those who don't know, and and oh, I'm and sorry. yeah, and and maybe maybe if she wants to invite some some other people to watch it, um, and then um, we'll decide what we're gonna do with it from there. But um, mm-hmm. definitely, it's it's. I I recall sitting there talking to Candace and Candace, you know, talking to a group of us about mm-hmm. the beginnings of Salsa Soul and Alouche. And, um, you know, it was just an, an amazing experience. And so I, I think that that's something that we need to get out broadly, not just for Alouche, but, um, you know, we should, we should really do something about that because she was an amazing human being. And and mm-hmm. the world needs to know about Candace Boyce. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, people like last... yourselves, Greg and and Alicia <laughs> and, yes. and Mo, if you listen in, and everybody who not only yes. makes contributions, positive contributions to the LGBT community, but to the black community, to the community at large. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. who do positive things, who invite positive experiences um, in in what can otherwise seem like a really daunting world and time. So, you know, I I, I just want to thank you all personally for what what you contribute to the world, and and you know, I'm 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 really humbled by. All of you. This, at least your 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 life's work is just amazing and powerful. 
And and Greg, I'm I'm just curious to ask you, prior to the Memorial Day festival, what other things were you doing? What led up to this? Like, were you you say you were in the entertainment field, but what what other kinds of yeah. um community-based things were you doing, if anything at all? Um, you know, I mean, um, my background is has, has, has always been music-related. Um, and so just to kind of give you a little, a little background about me. So I, I come primarily from the world of radio. When I worked in radio for about 12 years, a um, large portion of that was working for the um, Radio One group, which is now known as Urban One, and um, worked in marketing, promotions, and special events. And literally... Did that for several years. I loved the feel of radio and loved everything about it. But you know, after 12 years, you know, you you reach a certain plateau and then you just kind of tap out and say, you know, you want to do something new. And um, and so for me, as I was, you know, getting ready to transition out of being um, the director of promotions for um, Radio One's um, smooth gas station, I said, you know what. I've, I've produced major events for the station. You know, I've worked with different artists, different managers, and, you know, why not start producing concerts? And, you know, so that experience that I gained working directly for a major corporation as Radio One, you know, prepared me to go and do my own thing. Even though I was afraid as hell to step out and do it and, and be an entrepreneur, I just knew that I didn't want I, I, you know, I didn't want to work for anyone else. But I was afraid at the same time. You know, sometimes when you saw customers get a next steady check and, um, you know, you're like, you want to step out, but you're afraid to. But it got to the point where I just, I, you know, hated going into the job and it was just reflective. And I said, you know, this is it. And one day, you know, how I got my first break, I always give that credit to my first break as a concert promoter as when I left radio um, to Rochelle Farrell. And, you know, one day Rochelle was in the Atlanta market. She was getting ready to do a concert for this Us New Jazz station. And her manager came in, and we connected because we were both Caribbean. And we had such a great, great time. And so Rochelle came in the room, and, you know, she was like, oh, thank you so much for setting the interview and everything. And so as we were talking, I said, you know what, I've always wanted to do a show with you. And I said, I've had a vision for the longest time to put four amazing women on one stage that were just just vocalists, just amazing vocalists. And I said, the vision I have is I want to create a concert series in Atlanta called the Women of Soul Concert Series. And so literally, she said, okay, not a problem. When you're ready, give me a call and I'll, I'll do it for you. And I was like, okay, great. She's like, take my manager's number down, and when you're ready, call me. So literally two years later, um, I called Rochelle, her manager up, and I said, hey, listen, um, I don't know if you remember me. I'm no longer at the station, but um, I'm getting ready to launch my, my concert promotions business, and I wanted to see if I can get Rochelle to headline. And literally, she said, yeah, we remember you. Are you ready for us? Rochelle has been waiting for you. And I'm like, okay. And so they were like, hey, we're going to do it. Send us the offer. And I was like, okay, it's not a regular rate. And she's like, listen, we want to support you. Send her the offer. And she said, we'll make it happen. So literally, 
I give Rochelle the credit for starting me off. So we launched the first Women of Souls concert series in Atlanta with Rochelle Farrell, um, Jennifer Holliday, Olita Adams, and Selena Johnson with special guest Indiari. And that just kind of springboarded itself into doing that series for about three years in Atlanta. And from there, you know, I just found that, you know, several managers would always reach out to me and say, hey, listen, you know, you know what you're doing as uh, as a promoter. And they would call and say, hey, I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be in Atlanta. Do you know anyone that might be interested in booking us and surrounding a date? And oftentimes I would just say, yeah, call this promoter friend, call this client, call this club, call this venue, and, you know, let me just set it up for you. And literally um, one of my clients said, you know what, well, you really, you know what you're doing is you're basically doing the work of an agent, a booking agent but you're not getting paid for it. And so I was like, well, okay, so what exactly is that? And, you know, my friend schooled me on it and who worked in the entertainment industry. And he said, you need to start getting paid for this, you know, set up your business, go ahead and get licensed and insured to do this business and, you know, set it up. So whenever an artist or a manager calls you and you're going to book a date, you know, you commission your your 10% commission off of that date. So I started that. And so literally, you know, the same clients I was booking for concerts, I was now also booking as an agent for them, non-exclusive. And so literally 10 years later, I still have my, my, my small boutique celebrity talent booking agency that I still have to this day. And I, you know, book a very small niche of clients that I have in my roster that I work with on a regular basis. But a few of my clients that I had that I worked with, I worked with Fantasia for eight years. I worked with Eva Pickford when she got off of America's Next Top Model. Um, and it's been about 13 years now that I've known Eva as a client and as a friend. I've booked dates for Rochelle Farrell, Shaka Khan, Nancy Wilson, Alita Adams, um, the list goes on and on. And so from doing that piece, you know, it springboarded me into being a manager, and I managed Kiki Wyatt for four years, Frenchie Davis um, I managed as well, and one or two reality folks um, on reality television that I managed. So literally, um, it's always been music. So at this new phase in my life, in my career, I've said to myself, you know, while I love artists, they can be a little crazy at times. And, you know, <laughs> being on the road and traveling can really wear your body down. And, you know, for that, while I loved, you know, working with talent, it was just a lot physically to be on the road all the time. And then just, of course, dealing with different personalities. And, you know, I said, you know, for this phase, I wanted to be able to, you know, work with my community, the LGBTQ community, but still stick with my passion, which was music. And this is the reason why I, I created this festival. And being able to be ultimately, the ultimate goal for this festival is to make it a 501c3 festival. And we're able to actually, the monies that are raised from this festival will actually help to fund other um, 501c3 my small small organizations in different areas around the country, you know, that need financial support, whether it's for providing services around HIV AIDS, awareness and education and prevention, you know, or providing services for LGBT youths who have maybe been kicked out of their homes because they've come out to their families. You know, so different things. I want this festival to truly be a, a, a 
charitable arm for our community where when you say that you're spending money, you know, ultimately you're spending your money, it's being spent with a purpose, and it's going to be recycled back within our community. So we're working on our 501c3 status right now and being able to roll that out very soon and saying, hey, listen, when you spend, just know when you spend, it's going back to different um, LGBT nonprofit organizations around the country um, that help to make a difference within our community. So that's me in a nutshell. Sound I familiar, Jay? Sound, you sound like me. Just I, I like just, wow. I, I just you sound like say. me, but I'm the punk in the situation that that you know got paid. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep this paycheck. At, oh my god! <laughs> hey, you know what? Talk about alignment. Talk about alignment. Meeting Greg. Two, two almost what, two three years ago almost at this point. Uh, you yeah, talk uh-huh, about yeah, alignment about three, because yeah. you never know why God puts certain people in a space together yeah. because you'd be yeah. so super surprised at the long term. You know because sometimes you know you see things right in front of you and then there's that long vision pitch. And what he just said in a nutshell, I just want to say to you, Jay, does that sound familiar? You know, does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? (laughs) You know, and how we are all interlocked. And one of the biggest things we can ever do is support each other because in supporting each other, it connects the dots and it, you know, it's like a puzzle, you know, and it's also very, very powerful. So it's important that Greg and his festival exist. You know, it's important that the Emancipation Foundation exists. It's important given our backgrounds that we have off this show off the public eye exists. You know, and that's a huge, that's a bigger conversation, Greg, which I'll share. I'm more than happy to share with you because I'm smiling here Absolutely. as I lay in bed because it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how things link, you know. And thank you. Thank you so much for coming and taking your time because I know you are super duper busy, but thank you for taking the time out to come share with us and, and just, you know, just, just hang out in the basement, as we like to say. Um, oh, to my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me today. And, you know, once again, we look forward to meeting, you know, some amazing folks in Punta Cana in the next two months. We're counting down. And, um, you know, for those who are interested and who may want to get additional information, just simply go to the website. Once again, it is lgbtmusicfestfest.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under LGBT Music Fest, and then also our office number is 404-756-8433. Give us a call. Any questions you'd like to book or register, and we'll be happy to have you, and um, come and join the celebration. It's going to be an amazing weekend of just excellence. I'm I'm so pleased to have been able to facilitate you being on our little podcast. Thank you so much. And, um, Therese, you're going to have to hook up a, a meeting behind the scenes, uh, uh, something. I have to pluck this brother's brain. I have to, I have to talk to you because what uh, tears just, no. I just have to, <laughs> at each time, at each time, no idea. But you know, inspirational and extremely powerful, you know, and that's what this show was really all about, you know, walking in the truth of who you are, not just saying who you are, but being who you are, living who you are, mm-hmm. and you're a powerful example of that, Greg. And, thank you so and much. I thank you. I, 
Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I remember this old saying as a kid growing up, every Sunday, um, you know, growing up, my mother would always have us um, watch that old, um, the televangelist Frederick Casey every Sunday on television. And he would always close out his, his, um, his show by saying, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And right. sometimes you just have to step out on faith, you know, and let it all fall into place. You know, we get so complacent and so comfortable that, you know, we're just like, okay, I don't want to do it. I'm afraid of what if, what if. So, yeah, if you fail, you know, get up and do it over again, you know. And it's like sometimes you have to walk by faith and not by sight because everything that you see in front of you is not always accurate at times, you know, or it's not the right visual that you're meant to see. So close your eyes and walk by faith and just know that once you believe and you have a plan and a, uh, you know, a determination to get it done, you know, just do it because, you know, everyone will always, you have naysayers and you have the haters and folks who always try to stomp out a dream, but sometimes, you know, don't share your dream with everyone. And I've learned that too. Don't share your dream with everyone because you have dream killers out there. Mm. And that's very that's important true. to know. So Yeah, so somebody that's just it on my end. <laughs> yeah. Someone you just inboxed me and said the power of Therese and her words. Alignment. Amen. And I just want to thank you again, Greg, for coming on the show. Please don't be a stranger. We're gonna to have to have you on like all the time. <laughs> just like uh, just, whenever you, just you need to, me, yeah, totally. When, you have totally, time, whenever you, you know, need me, absolutely. And hopefully, we're, we're working on a, a big. Hopefully, if we can get this one particular artist we've been working on for the last couple of months, and if we can get it confirmed, you know, we definitely. I would love to come back on again and make the announcement on on the podcast for your listeners. So, um, and. It's it's going to be epic if we can if we can pull it off. So fingers are crossed. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. And this show is now your show. So whenever, whatever, however, we're here on on Saturdays. And if you need us to do some pop up shows, you know, let me know. Let let Res know. Let Excellent. me know. And and what you need, we got for you. We all see, all see about the Thank you so much. See if we can maybe hook up a broadcast from the festival. That'd be that'd be dope. I was I was just dope. thinking and, that and also too. I was thinking that. Absolutely, absolutely. I was just thinking that. Great idea. Absolutely, live and up close. I love that. Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day. Thanks again. Bye bye. Thanks, Wow, Rez. What a powerful. Look, what he described that happened with him and and Rochelle is what happened with me and Mo. That's kind of how I got her. Then the concert, you know, because it took me a while to get a couple of ducats together. And when I called her previous um, manager, I was remembered. And, you know, it wasn't her regular price, but she remembered me, you know. And, and 
the nonprofit and wanting to help others. You know, same, same. I'm like, whoa, producing concerts. Just, that's all I just ever say, want to do is produce concerts. Let me just. Let me, yeah, and your and your concert was beautiful, Jay. You know, and and let me just say this to you too. You know, we we have to remember, and like I said before, alignment is 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 absolutely key. You have to align yourself with individuals that are walking in the same same path. You know, and being in the room with people is very very inspiring because you never ever never ever never knew that. The people that you're connected to also are pushing areas that you have pushed or that are, you know, that understand your grind. You know, Greg just just said a mouthful, which is one of the reasons why I thought it was very important to have him in his own voice come on. And, I'm, I'm, you know, again, shout out, Greg. Thank you so much. Because he has been he's been one of those people in my life and he probably doesn't even know it you know and I, and I and he should know and I've shared it how proud I am of his vision how proud I am of him even taking on such an undertaking and being so successful and graceful in doing so so I can't say enough about that that I have told him directly but you know how kindred a lot of our missions are and you know and the idea that we connect forces because you can be a movement you know, if I can quote my brother, my little brother Neo, you can be a movement by yourself, but you're a force when we're together, you know. And it's important that the connections and the unity stay in place because as one grows, others grow. And there's no – that you can't stop movements. That's just what it is. You know, you just can't stop them. And to be surprised – and how many people had the vision, like you, starting the Emancipation 501c3. You know, <laughs> you I'm, you got a story to tell about that, you know, for people that are starting them. So, you know, for folks that, like us, that sit on boards of these foundations and that, that speak out into the community, that you'd be surprised that when you start that, what energy you reverberate to come right back at you, the people that want to genuinely support you. And in Doing so, you support them and you lift them. And that's all it is. You know, we, we have to end, kill, murder this crabs in a barrel mentality because that gets us nowhere but sick, suffering, and stuck. And that is not an energy that we want to foster our children, our children's children. Like, we have to start pushing this, this pathology to a space where we can stay healing and, and well and supportive of each other because there's so many amazing people in the world. And I don't want to get off on a tangent because I know we're about to wrap up, but shout out to Greg Douglas for joining us today. Once again, he's the founder of the LGBT Arts and Culture Music Festival this year in sunny Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. And I'm just uh, ecstatic to be a part of that mission with him. And, you know, shout out to you, Jay. Always, 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 my sister. You know, for this platform and just, you know, maintaining and sustaining it and keeping the word out and keeping artists' voice that uh, in the forefront for us with many guests that you've had that have sat on this platform with you. And listeners, shout out to you guys for pitching in, for being the, the co-hosts, you know, the listeners abroad and, and, and nationally. Just thank you all. And the Facebook Live folks, we see you. I see you today. I got my book up. And, you know, shout out to everybody that's been following us. Absolutely. And with that, I just want to say shout out to Loretta from Connecticut. Loretta, you got one second because the show is over. Say hey. 
Hey, that's all I got. Hey, how y'all doing? The brother was speaking truth. You can't share your dreams with everybody because there's too many haters out there. And I want to say we love you always, always, always being supportive. Again, thank you, Therese. Thank you for everything you've ever done and anytime you've ever spoken to me. God bless you. Bless you, Mo. Bless everybody who listens. Yes, y'all are the co-hosts. God bless you all. I may not be every woman, but Shaka Khan is, and maybe you are too. Let's go. And that's Let's how go. we do it out. Yeah. Let's go. All right.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.